welcome to the Retirement Design Show with Justin and Jason Byance. Do you have a question about your retirement plan or other financial woes? Call the Byance Brothers. 800-838-3082. Welcome to Retirement Design with the Byance Brothers. I'm Justin Byance alongside my brother Jason, and we're the owners of J. Byance Financial. Our firm has offices in Asheville, North Carolina, Hendersonville, North Carolina, Sebring, Florida, and Sarasota, Florida. My brother Jason is a certified financial planner and I'm a certified estate planner. Our goal on this show and all of our shows is to provide education in every area that retirement affects. And those are investment, income, healthcare, taxes, and legacy planning. In short, our goal on this program is to better your life in some way. So Jason, today we're going to talk about the financial house. We're going to talk about Design to Last. I know it's title of uh, my most recent book, Design to Last, How to Renovate Your Financial House and Retire with Confidence. Uh, but I want to talk about, I want to start with more the qualitative than the, the quantitative. You know, when we're thinking about, is my portfolio, is my estate, is it really designed to last? What does that mean? What does it mean to have your, uh, quote unquote, your affairs in order? You know, in a, in a traditional sense, that has kind of a negative connotation, you know, am I ready to die? But in our practice and what we've seen even just growing up with a couple grandparents, you know, a couple of retirees in our home, it really means a lot more than that. So to get us going, put in your own words and I'll, I'll give you my thoughts on whether you're right or not. I mean, I, I'll also uh, respond. <laughs> when you hear, you know, getting your affairs in order, what do you think? Of, what comes to mind? Unfortunately, that you know, kind of phrase, uh, get your affairs in order, does always remind me of the scenes we see in movies sometimes when someone has a, a terminal illness or, or whatnot and they have to get their affairs in order. Uh, but um, There but it, it actually, is. We're in two minutes into the show. You've already talked about movies. Good job, I, Jason. Hey, That's a record. I was actually Continue. sad that I didn't have a specific one that I could reference a scene, so I'm a little <laughs> bit disappointed. But we know we've all seen them, uh, and so it does. It kind of has that negative connotation, and a lot of times it means, you know, have I written out that will? Have I let my family and friends uh, know my wishes? You know, in terms of passing on assets, uh, is it going to be a mess for everyone? Is it going to go through probate and go through the courts? Or is my family going to fight? And so that's what we're, it really is talking about, get our affairs in order. Most of the time we're talking about the legal documents, kind of the, the blocking and tackling. Um, it's boring, very, very important, often overlooked. But the legacy planning, when, when we talk about what we do when we sit down with our clients, it's much beyond that because we're not lawyers. We are not drafting these estate planning documents. Uh, they are an integral part, but they're only one part. And I think that's an important uh, differentiation to make. Yeah. You know, um, there's also the human side of it. It's funny. It's easy to turn a blind eye because you're, you're not, you're literally not going to be around if things don't go well. <laughs> However, most folks, they do want it to go well. They don't want there to be feuding. They want it to be clear and simple and easy for their heirs. But that doesn't just happen. And honestly, it doesn't just happen with uh, a well-written trust uh, or a well-written will. There's a lot more to it. Absolutely. There, there is a lot more to it. And, and I would argue that there's a lot of people listening to this show that have experienced the lack of that planning, right? They've, they've walked through an estate that there was not planning done. There was not a lot of a communication. And um, unfortunately, there's typically a lot of friction, um, a lot of confusion, additional costs, additional time, possibly, you know, broken relationships and all that, that sort of thing. And so I think that that really uh, oftentimes that strikes a chord with people that people, oh, I remember having to settle mom's estate or, or, you know, Aunt Kathy's estate. And it was, it was all of this work. And, you know, I was very confused and, you know, I was kind of put in the middle and I had to make decisions I wasn't really prepared to make. And I was trying to be, you know, sometimes I was trying to be the, I was trying to be Switzerland, you know, my cousin and my brother were fighting and it just, I, I very rarely, I don't think ever. Ever have I heard where someone has not done estate planning and it's gone well? Oh, yeah, yeah. They didn't do any estate planning and it just went peachy keen. We're talking about designing your estate to last. So uh, kind of playing on the title of my most recent book, Designed to Last. If you'd like to order a complimentary copy of that book, please just go to retirementdesignshow.com and you can request a complimentary copy there. Yeah, you know, getting back to legacy planning, <laughs> you know, I, I can imagine some of our listeners might be thinking, okay, so 
you know, having a will or having a trust or having powers of attorney, that's not going to solve all my issues to make sure that everything goes well. And my, my passing and what I leave behind is a blessing and not a source of conflict for my family. Well, you know, what do I need to do? Would I just sit down with my kids and say, okay, are you guys going to fight if something happens to me? Um, I, I would say, to answer that question, I would say, uh, well, sitting down, yes. But I really think that the financial advisor, if he's in a holistic, independent financial advisor, and I say independent because what that means by being independent is, you know, his job isn't uh, singularly focused on hitting some sort of product quota or, you know, reporting to some, you know, board of directors or, or boss. Uh, but his his goal is really building a plan and making sure that plan can be implemented well. And when I say plan, I mean I'm talking about five plans in one, really, when we're talking about investment income, healthcare, tax, and legacy. And I think the financial advisor is really in a unique position to bring the family together. And this is one of the things that we do with our clients at the end of our process. But bring the family together so you and your children and go through the basics of how the estate plan is structured. I know that my experience doing this with several families has been very, very fruitful. Now, we do not talk about dollars and cents. We just talk about roles and responsibilities. So we talk about, you know, you're going to be the executor. You're going to be the healthcare power of attorney. These are the things that you're going to have to do in that role as an agent or an, or an executor when we're talking about marshalling assets after passing, things like that. Great questions come out and things come out that really should come out while the matriarch and patriarch or the you, you listener are living, those questions and concerns should come out then. That's a really, really great point that it, it does need to come out then ahead of time. And for those of you that are listening to this and are starting to question, wait a minute, do, do I have everything in order? Have I you know, started to ask these questions? At the back of, of Justin's book, Designed to Last, there's actually a retirement renovation questionnaire at the very end. And so within there are the different areas of the financial house. And so the legacy planning um, has questions as well. And it's a nice, easy, simple checklist so that you can start to see, hey, where are the holes? What, what, what am I missing? And so if that's something that you'd like to receive some additional information on, uh, please go to retirementdesignshow.com. That's retirementdesignshow.com. And then from there, you can request a, a free copy of that book and go through that questionnaire, uh, hopefully after you've read the book <laughs> and not you go straight to the questionnaire at the back, but go through that questionnaire and start to get some more clarity. Start to see, you know, where are some areas that I probably need some more focus on? Yeah, not just the Ford. Is that what you're saying? They don't need to just read the Ford? I, I, I think the Ford is amazing. And I, I think it, if Fords could be national bestsellers, I think it would be a national <laughs> bestseller Ford. But, you know, uh, for all those, you, those the, the, all those of you listening, you know, we're, we're a family practice. Uh, Jason and I are brothers. Our mom was our first employee. <laughs> and so I have asked Jason to write the Ford for both of my books. But based on how his response has been since these two books have been published, he may not be writing the Ford for the next Ooh, one. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Jason. I'm just... Hey, two I'm for three ain't bad. But in baseball, you're an all-star. You know, you're killing it if you're two for three. So, Oh, geez. Well, if you've just joined us, I'm Justin Bynes here with my brother, Jason, and we're talking about designing your estate to last. And so part of that is getting your legal documents in order. Part of that is having difficult conversations, but transparent conversations with your heirs. We don't think that is something you should keep a secret. Yeah, you can keep the amounts and the types of investments you have a secret, but roles and responsibilities, those are, should be something that's communicated to your family. So they know that the, the role that they will play is something if you're incapacitated or something happens to you. But I also would like to, and we'll, we'll kind of close this first segment with getting into this a little bit and then talk about it more next segment. But I'd also like to talk about Jason a little bit as far as capturing, you know, the the stories and the um, the principles, the values of the family of your life, uh, and and this could be whether you're married or single. You've learned a lot. You're a reservoir of wisdom uh, from life experience, from the hard knocks, and our generation needs to hear those stories. Our generation is the the Google generation that we feel like. Everything we need to know can be found with a, a quick Google search, but wisdom isn't found on Google. Unfortunately, I feel like Jason, and we can kind of just talk about the problem maybe, uh, and then we'll talk about the solution in the next segment. But 
if you're in corporate America and you're a senior vice president, that's an esteemed, honored position. Uh, but if you're a senior citizen, you're almost looked down upon to where you're, you know, you're no longer producing, if you will, for, for lack of a better word. And so, you know, stay over here and don't integrate with, you know, the next generation. You're not contributing to society. I don't think that's explicit in our culture, but somewhat implicit. Um, and that's sad to me because some of the best lessons I've learned, um, well, from my own failures and uh, learning from those, but also from hearing from our clients and hearing from our, our parents and grandparents' generation. So I, I think it's a, a big hole right now in the way our culture operates is for, from generation to generation. Absolutely. It's um, a good way to put it. it. It is a problem with with the current culture in that, you know, I mean, if you look back into history, you look at really far back into history, any of the, the philosophers, they always talked about how unwise they were, how much they did not know. And, and I think that that is in stark kind of contrast to a lot of the younger generation where I have all the information I want in, in my pocket. What, what, what do I need to learn from, you know, some, uh, some grandpa who doesn't even use a computer. And unfortunately that is, uh, I wouldn't say, you know, kind of lock stock with the younger generation, but it's there. And, and, and it's like you said, it, it is an absolute treasure chest of, of information that you can learn. And, and that's really kind of how we grew up. We grew up with our grandparents in the house and I've always had an affinity, um, for, for older people, the sage, if you will, you know, everybody likes that sage in a movie, whether it's Mr. Miyagi or Gandalf, <laughs> the wizard. And that's why, you know, you go, when, when things are bad, you go to the sage and you, and you find out and not to mention, uh, before you go on a journey, you go to the sage, Hey, how can I not make some of the mistakes that you made? And I think that that's been something that's been neat in my business. You know, my clients come uh, to me for all kinds of different questions, obviously in our different areas of investment, income tax, healthcare, and legacy. Uh, and then they'll get my, my thoughts on other things about the market and the economy. But then they share a lot too, and and they'll share their their successes and their failures, and I have learned an incredible amount about life and about business uh, through those, and and it's it's kind of like sitting down with a lot of <laughs> a big group and a varied group of grandparents, and so that's a that's a huge blessing to uh, to our job. Thanks for joining us today on the Retirement Design Show. We're talking about designing your estate to last. So beginning with the legacy room of the financial house. In my book, I call it the, the family room or the legacy room. And our next segment, we're going to talk about how. So we talked about how important it is to pass on not only what you have, but who you are um, to the next generation. Well, how do you do that? How do you practically do that? We're going to talk about that in the next segment. Lots of great conversation coming up here. So stay with us on the Retirement Design Show. We'll be right back. Do you actually read your financial statements or do they get tossed in a drawer and forgotten about? Unfortunately, you could be making an expensive mistake by not taking the time to look at them. If you're paying high fees in your retirement portfolio, it could be costing you tens of thousands of dollars or more over your lifetime. Imagine how different your retirement could be with an extra $100,000. Jay Byant's Financial can help you uncover any hidden fees in your retirement accounts. Call today to schedule a time to talk about your situation. 800-838-3082. That's 800-838-3082. When you're close to retirement, every dollar matters. Wouldn't you like to know where your money is going? Find out what kind of fees you're really paying. Jay Byant's Financial can help. 800-838-3082. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Welcome back to Retirement Design with the Byants Brothers. I'm Justin Byants, alongside my brother Jason. We're the owners and founders of J. Byants Financial with independent offices in North Carolina and Florida. You know, Jason and I, we were raised by our grandparents and having retirees in our home, it planted the seed for what we do today because our goal on this show and all of our shows is to provide education in every area that retirement affects. Investment, income, healthcare, taxes, and legacy planning. These are the areas we saw lacking in our own grandparents' retirement. And it's the areas that we focus on on our show. One of those areas that we're talking about today, we're talking about designing your estate to last. 
is legacy planning. So we talked about, you know, the importance of having your legacy documents in order, the importance of having a family meeting or a family retreat where you communicate roles and responsibilities, not dollars and cents, but roles and responsibilities with your children. Also passing on who you are as well. And so Jason, you know, when we're talking about passing on who you are, I said before the break that I think our listeners, I think we should give them some real practicals as far as how to do that. You know, it's it's not a, a very awkward, formal, okay, sit down, we're going to sit down, and I'm going to tell you how to live your life once a week. <laughs> uh, but let's kind of get into a little some practicals here. I think with anyone who has, you know, uh, children and grandchildren, they have that desire to, to pass on, you know, who they are, and then also pass on different family traditions and uh, family history and whatnot. And so I think, uh, as with a lot of things that we do, we, we talk about, you know, planning and thinking about things, taking inventory. And, and I think that's a good place to start. And you can start to, to write these things down and categorize them, categorize them into, into two different broad categories. And, and one is formative. So what are those things that have happened in your life that was you know deeply formative? It was an experience, uh, whatever it may be. And an example of that, name something about raising your children, you know, if you have them, that changed from your first child to your last, you know, and, and as a grandparent, you know, I'm sure there was things, especially I, I'm not a parent myself, but I, uh, an uncle of 10 and I, and I've heard, I've taught do a lot of talking with my brother and my sister and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. And it is. They, I remember my sister said one time, I, I told her we were getting ready and um, it was just a chaotic morning. I was like, I don't know how you do it. I don't think I'm ready to have kids. <laughs> and, and Wendy, I remember without a skip of a beat, she said, you're never ready. You know, she's like, you just learn along the way. And so that's something formative. It, it forms you of, of what you learn from the first to the last. And then there's historical. So those historical things, uh, are a little bit easier to to pinpoint. You know, uh, was there any um, uh, hardship maybe that your your ancestors endured uh, that you know that that you guys have learned from that that was passed down to you and and that you want to make sure is passed down to your children, your children's children, and hopefully your great grandchildren. Yeah, one of the things that changes from your first to your last is you're a whole heck of a lot more tired. I think. <laughs> um, uh, that's been my experience, at least. Uh, glad you're with us today on the Retirement Design Show. We're talking about designing your estate to last. So historical information, formative information, uh, both really helpful. I know that um, formative, when I think about formative, I think about you know sharing the ways that you've maybe failed um, or like you were saying, a hardship. Hey, here's how I went bankrupt. And that's a humbling thing to say to a child. But when you enter into a conversation like that, it's hard not to receive it on the other end and really learn from it. You know, when grandma was in her final years and we'd have conversations and she would just start telling stories, I'd try to whip out my phone and record them because um, they were so rich with detail. Like she would forget, you know, a very simple fact and then remember all this detail about um, a certain experience that she had with grandpa or, um, you know, growing up. You know, it's funny. I, I remember one of those ones, those real formative ones is one, this was, was Grandma Byants, our, our dad's mom. And she was telling a, a story about how uh, my grandfather had been working for an uncle. He saw some things that were happening that were not so above par, if you will. And so he left. And so he, he didn't have work for several months. And so he, he knew construction. He kept going to a construction company and they just didn't have any work. But he kept going and he was consistent. He went to a lot of different places. Well, this one construction company was like, you know what? We still don't have any work, but I appreciate your persistence. And um, we're doing a project across town and we're um, all of our construction is making this all these doctors by this hospital, all their cars dirty and they're complaining. If you'll come and clean the cars, um, I'll pay you. I think it was a dollar a car. And then grandma went with him and said, went to the doctors and said, hey, I'll clean the inside. Give me your keys and I'll clean your inside for another 50 cents. I'll clean the inside of the car. And she said that that put food on the table for almost six months. I think it was like four or five months until um, uh, grandpa uh, got another job. And so that was one of those, you know, uh, I think uh, a family um, historical that uh, that came from my grandparents that I'm just so glad grandma told me uh, because it just, it made such an impression. You know, it's, it's etched in your brain. 
If you're thinking to yourself, I like the idea of making sure that my story and my legacy is intact and passed on without conflict, you can just go to retirementdesignshow.com and request a complimentary copy of my book. And there's a chapter in there on legacy planning, which kind of goes through what we're talking about today. Some tips for structuring your estate to be passed on well. Again, go to retirementdesignshow.com. If you'd like to sit down about your family, if you're if you're hearing us talk about you know a financial advisor, getting the family together, structuring things, communicating with your attorney for you on your behalf, communicating with your CPA for you and on your behalf, you're not getting that kind of service right now. And you're wondering if, gosh, you know, I'm paying a fee, maybe I'm paying 1% or 2%, whatever you're paying. And I think I'm just getting investment planning. And these guys, they're talking about investments, they're talking about legacy, they're talking about taxes, they're talking about income, they're talking about healthcare. And that is how we feel that, um, financial services should be. If you're paying a fee, you should be receiving guidance and advice in all five areas of planning, not just investment planning. So if you think there might be a way that you could get more value out of your relationships uh, as far as um, the advice that you're receiving, uh, please just give us a ring. We'd love to sit down and and hear where you feel like uh, you need some guidance and just some areas that you may have a concern about. Uh, We'd love to hear that and see where we can help. 1-800-838-3082. Just give us a ring and we'll just schedule a virtual appointment or a face-to-face sit down. And we'll just talk about two things. Number one, what are you concerned about? And number two, what do you want to accomplish? What are your goals? That's it. No timeshare presentation. You can leave your checkbook at home. (laughs) Just a friendly conversation over a cup of coffee. 1-800-838-3082. Again, that's 1-800-838-3082. You're listening to the Retirement Design Show with the Bynes Brothers. Today, we're talking about designing your estate to last. So we've started really with legacy planning. And I'd like, Jason, to kind of shift to income planning. Because when we're talking about an income plan, we are talking about designing things to last, right? We want our income to last. We don't want to get in a situation where we're worried about paying our basic expenses because we don't have a job anymore uh, and we're watching our accounts dwindle. And that's a scary place uh, for a pre-retiree when they're thinking about retirement. It's a scary place for those who have retired. When you own your own business, like you and I do, and you're getting close to exiting that business, whether that be through acquisition or retirement or uh, some other way, you start to think about, okay, I've always been in control of your money. You've been in control of your destiny. Um, You know what it takes to feed your family. And now that that machine that's generated an income for you for years is about to either be sold or passed on, you got to have a plan for that. So Um, Let's talk a little bit to our listeners who are business owners. Let's talk a little bit about some things to think about in terms of business succession uh, and and preparing for income in retirement. Yeah, you know, this is a very uh, complex time to begin with for retirees. And I think in terms of a business owner, you know, the load doesn't get any lighter. Because owning your own business uh, can really be all-consuming. You know, it's one of those things you often hear it, I, I just never turn it off. I'm never off, you, you often hear. That's one thing. And then you've been working, 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 and now you're a pre-retire, you're getting close to retirement. Well, now you've really got kind of two other things to worry about in, in addition. One is, uh, wow, I haven't really done anything you know, for my retirement or many times, a lot of business owners, they just haven't done a lot of planning in terms of their own retirement. So sock and money away, they've been building the business. And then, well, what about selling this business? Who's going to take it over? You know, am I going to have a succession plan? The business is going to stay intact. And then, you know, maybe I'll stay on for a year or two and help out. Or is this being sold? Lock stock, you know, building land, business, clients, everything's being sold. And then I've got to figure out retirement. So have I thought about these things in terms of uh, someone to pass along the business? Or am I just going to be selling at lock stock? There's multiple areas when we're talking about sales, operations, administration, finance, about running a business. Well, the same is true for someone who is exiting a business. When we're talking about a pre-retiree, they don't need to just be focused on the investments or, or where that money is going to be invested, but they need to be thinking about their income plan their healthcare plan, their legacy plan, their especially their tax plan. So if that's you, if you own a business, give us a ring, 1-800-838-3082. Again, that's 1-800-838-3082. And I'd also invite you to go to retirementdesignshow.com 
and uh, request a complimentary copy of my new book, Designed to Last. That would almost be a great starter, a little um, introduction to the next phase of, of your life as far as designing a plan around yourself. Again, retirementdesignshow.com or just give us a ring 1-800-838-3082. Again, that's 1-800-838-3082. Do you actually read your financial statements or do they get tossed in a drawer and forgotten about? Unfortunately, you could be making an expensive mistake by not taking the time to look at them. If you're paying high fees in your retirement portfolio, it could be costing you tens of thousands of dollars or more over your lifetime. Imagine how different your retirement could be with an extra $100,000. Jay Byant's Financial can help you uncover any hidden fees in your retirement accounts. Call today to schedule a time to talk about your situation. 800-838-3082. That's 800-838-3082. When you're close to retirement, every dollar matters. Wouldn't you like to know where your money is going? Find out what kind of fees you're really paying. Jay Byant's Financial can help. 800-838-3082. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. When you think about the future, one word comes to mind. With the social distancing, face mask wearing, staying at home world we live in, perhaps it's the word fear or uncertainty. At J. Byance Financial, our word of choice for the future is hope. Hope for a better tomorrow. Hope that our comeback is always stronger than the setback. And hope that your retirement plans don't take a back seat. You've watched the market drop. And maybe your retirement future feels a little uncertain right now. Maybe your accounts look a little smaller than you'd like. But all hope is not lost. Find out exactly how much risk you're still taking with your investments. Find out how you may be able to save on taxes while the market is down. These opportunities won't last forever. Call 800-838-3082 today and set up a meeting. J. Byance Financial, 800-838-3082. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. J. Byance Financial does not provide tax advice. Welcome back to Retirement Design with the Byants Brothers. I'm Justin Byants alongside my brother, Jason. We're the owners of J. Byants Financial, an independent firm with offices in Florida and North Carolina. Today, we're talking about designing your estate to last. And you know, Jason, what is the saying goes, you know, you got to plan for those things you can control and something or another. Pray for the serenity or the things you cannot. It's a serenity prayer. Sad we don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Give, what is it? The, wi- the wisdom to know the difference. Yeah, yeah, it's there. So give it's us the there. whole thing. <laughs> no. Oh, come on, Jason. You know, my memory you know there's people like yelling at the radio right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jason loves it when I put him on the spot and ask him to, you know, recall some quote, you know, from memory instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, now, yeah, if I would have said, hey, remember that sure. quote? Quote from Karate Kid, buh, 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 you would have been able to do it. <laughs> Can't remember Anyways. the prayers, but you can remember the movie yeah. quotes. Thanks. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm not. No, no, don't take that the wrong way. Um, now, if I would have asked you to pray the Lord's Prayer, you would have been able to do it. Um, I would hope. But talking about risk. So Jason um, is a recovering analyst. He was a, um, a risk mitigator uh, for a big company, and he helped corporations avoid getting into a bad spot with their investments for years until I talked him out of leaving the dungeon of corporate America and helping people with souls, <laughs> humans, uh, instead of uh, companies. And so um, so that's what we've been doing. We've been in the business of risk mitigation. That's, that's, that's kind of a, a technical term for what we do every day. We look at, okay, you're 55, you're 50, you're 60, you're 65. You might have another 15, 20, 25, 30 years. You might be retired longer than you actually worked. So what are the risks that you can plan for uh, that we want to go ahead and put a plan in place so that we can mitigate those things? Now, some things we can't control. We can't control who's in the White House. We can't control what's going on in the stock market. You know, the weather on Wall Street changes all the time. But for the things that we can plan for, let's put a plan in place. So Jason, what would you say curveball number one is that we've got to have a plan in place for? Well, thank you for that somewhat warm intro there. (laughs) 
but um, I'd say curveball number one is taxes, uh, because taxes are somewhat the silent thief. You don't always notice it or you feel it coming out. Um, and then it just really starts taking uh, chunks out of your portfolio, especially when we're talking about legacy planning, you know, and that's, I think, a very, very important part. You know, all through today, we've been talking about legacy planning from estate documents to succession planning of businesses. When we're talking about passing on things, a lot of times, obviously, we were also talking about our historical family, um, you know, uh, stories, and we were talking about passing on the formative experiences that we had. But a lot of times we're also, one of the main things is passing on assets. And then when we're talking about passing on assets, what do you guys think about, well, what, what kind of assets do most retirees have? One of the largest ones is IRAs or tax-deferred money, and that's because they were part of our employers. They were part of our profit-sharing plans or whatever they are. And so that is something that we really want to take a close look at. And one of the main things is because if, if we keep that IRA while we're alive and then we pass it on, we have to really think about, well, if, if I most likely will not spend this money down, you know, spend it on Corvettes and boats and trips to Europe or whatever, then I need to look at, well, wait a minute, am I kind of passing on a tax bill to my spouse or to my children that I'm maybe not aware of and that I could possibly mitigate against? Yeah, it's funny. You know, the the government says, you know, we don't need to tax your seed when you're earning the money. We'll just you go ahead and defer it and we'll tax we'll tax that money at harvest time. It's later in life and your accounts are much, much bigger. <laughs> And so um, we want to think about it from an estate planning standpoint. Uh, now, some of our clients, as you know, they say, I don't care what my kids are going to pay in taxes. I'm worried about me and what I'm paying in taxes. And if you, you've got a window right now, um, you've got a window of opportunity. If you have not reached age 72, then there's a, a nice opportunity for to consider Roth conversions. I would say it's something that it has to be handled with an extreme amount of detail because there's different triggers when we're talking about tax rates and Medicare surcharge expenses, et cetera. So it's, it's one of these don't try this at home sort of things. Uh, but it's something that it can, if we're proactive in the area of taxes, it's something that we can not only benefit from, our children benefit from, but we benefit from as well. Um, because when we're facilitating Roth conversions, what we're telling our clients from an income planning standpoint is that, hey, we're setting up a tax-free bucket that will be the last bucket that we tap. Why will it be the last bucket that we tap? Well, because we think that taxes are going to go up. And if taxes are going to go up, we want to save our tax-free bucket for down the road. So I think that's one of the things that... Um, that I like telling uh, our listeners, especially those of you who are in your 50s, you have an even longer runway to kind of be proactive with changing the profile of your estate, really trying to look at, okay, how can I get more funds into that tax-free bucket? Curveball number two, Jason, I think we should talk about is healthcare. Most of the folks that we sit down with, they, they know that they need to have a plan for their long-term care. It's not always their own family. Matter of fact, I would say the majority of folks who come in to our office, they don't want to be a burden on their children. Whether or not their children see that as a burden or not, they want to have a plan. And a plan isn't always a product. There's not a lot of great, in our opinion, traditional long-term care policies out there. So um, why don't we talk a, a little bit about what's out there and then uh, perhaps some, some alternative ideas. What is out there, and I think what most people uh, probably are familiar with because it has been uh, publicized and marketed the most is traditional long-term care. And so just to summarize quickly, traditional long-term care, you pay a premium every month or every year, however your premium mode is, and then you've got this pool of money. And then if you cannot perform two out of the six activities of daily living, toileting, transferring, dressing, um, then if you cannot perform those without substantial assistance, you trigger that benefit. And then you have that pool of money that they will pay you to help someone to pay for that care that you're going to need, that long-term care. The trouble with them, the traditional ones that are out there now, and those of you may have some older policies from 15, 20 years ago, and, and once in a while, we'll, we'll see a good old policy walk through our doors. Uh, unfortunately, the ones that they've offered in the last five years up through this year, uh, I'd say there's just not any good ones out there because they're not guaranteeing premiums. So uh, with a, many of the long-term care policies that I see come walk through our door down here in Florida, 
they are getting a letter in the mail every year. And that letter says, due to the rising cost of healthcare, we are going to have to amend your policy. Would you like to increase your premium? So would you like to pay us more on an annual basis? Or would you like to decrease your benefits? And you have a smaller pool to pull from if you should need that. Your choice. And so given that fact, traditional long-term care is truly uh, use it or lose it in most all cases. And unfortunately, that is, that's a tough pill to swallow. That's a tough pill to swallow after you've been committing to these things and then kind of knowing in the back of your head, you could pass away at age 95 in your sleep and never use any of this benefit. Yeah. And so because of that, we tend to lean towards number one, having a written plan for long-term care. This is what my desire is. Uh, and communicating that to our, our clients' children per their uh, request and, and knowledge. And then also looking at very specifically designed life insurance policies that carry a what's called a chronic illness rider. Uh, what does that mean? Well, it means that if the death benefit of my life insurance policy is 250000 and my cash value is only thirty, forty, fifty thousand, 50000 uh, but the death benefit's 250000 if I, I can actually draw down uh, the death benefit if I can't do two out of six activities of daily living, which is very different from traditional long-term care because traditional long-term care is a, a use it or lose it scenario. I mean, you could pay for premiums for years and then pass away in your sleep and never actually use that long-term care policy. But with a, a life insurance policy, number one, premiums are are guaranteed. So that's a, a flat level guaranteed premiums if it's designed correctly, of course. And then number two is if you don't use it, that money still passes to your beneficiaries tax-free. Uh, so it, in some cases, uh, it is a, a good fit for some, some clients. And, but at the end of the day, what we want is we want a plan. We want a plan in place for our health care and, and not just our long-term care, but also our Medicare um, and our health care. If we're retiring early before age 65, how are we paying for health care? Uh, so, you know, when we're talking about health care planning, we're talking about all three of those things. We're talking about Medicare, we're talking about um, health care coverage prior to age 65, and we're talking about long term care. All of those things, um, when it comes to health, we know that that can be a major curveball. So if you'd like to sit down and talk about your own healthcare plan, just give us a ring, 1-800-838-3082. Again, that's 1-800-838-3082. Jason and I believe this is a necessary part of being a holistic financial advisor and that you should be able to go to your financial advisor and get guidance on all five of these areas, investment, income, healthcare, taxes, and legacy planning. If you'd like to read a little more about options that that you might want to consider for healthcare planning, for long-term care planning, just go to retirementdesignshow.com, request a complimentary copy of my new book, Designed to Last, and it has some, some information in there that might be helpful to you and also different questions for consideration. Again, that's retirementdesignshow.com, retirementdesignshow.com. Com. Glad you're with us today on the Retirement Design Show. When we return, we're going to talk about some more curveballs, uh, but they are going to be related to your questions. If you have a question for us that you'd like us to answer on the show, just send that question to learn at jbiance.com. Again, learn, L-E-A-R-N at jbiance.com, and we'll answer those questions. Uh, but we've got three questions coming up on the next segment. Lots of great information to learn on the next segment. So stay with us on the Retirement Design Show. Do you actually read your financial statements or do they get tossed in a drawer and forgotten about? Unfortunately, you could be making an expensive mistake by not taking the time to look at them. If you're paying high fees in your retirement portfolio, it could be costing you tens of thousands of dollars or more over your lifetime. Imagine how different your retirement could be with an extra $100,000. Jay Byant's Financial can help you uncover any hidden fees in your retirement accounts. Call today to schedule a time to talk about your situation. 800-838-3082. That's 800-838-3082. When you're close to retirement, every dollar matters. Wouldn't you like to know where your money is going? Find out what kind of fees you're really paying. Jay Byant's Financial can help. 800-838-3082. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. When you think about the future, what word comes to mind? 
With the social distancing, face mask wearing, staying at home world we live in, perhaps it's the word fear or uncertainty. At J. Byance Financial, our word of choice for the future is hope. Hope for a better tomorrow. Hope that our comeback is always stronger than the setback. And hope that your retirement plans don't take a back seat. You've watched the market drop. And maybe your retirement future feels a little uncertain right now. Maybe your accounts look a little smaller than you'd like. But all hope is not lost. Find out exactly how much risk you're still taking with your investments. Find out how you may be able to save on taxes while the market is down. These opportunities won't last forever. Call 800-838-3082 today and set up a meeting. J. Byance Financial. 800-838-3082. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. J. Byance Financial does not provide tax advice. Welcome back to Retirement Design with the Byance Brothers. I'm Justin Byance, alongside my brother Jason, and we're the founders of J. Byance Financial. My brother Jason is a certified financial planner, and I'm a certified estate planner. Today, we're talking about design to last, you know, things that are cover several areas of our retirement design system, whether that be investment planning or legacy planning or tax planning. And so right now, we'd like to hear some questions from the streets, so some listeners who have called in some questions. We're going to answer this question. So let's start with a question from Pam from Hendersonville. This is Retirement Design Show Listener Questions. My dad's 72, and he swears he has everything covered. I know my mom and dad did a great job saving, and they did get a pretty large inheritance from mom's side of the family. But I'm worried about long-term care. Every time I ask about it, they tell me, don't worry, they've got it covered. I'm just wondering, do you think I should pursue that or should I just let it go? Unique question. And it's one that we share with our clients a a lot, especially our clients who have parents who are not our clients. Because the funny thing with long-term care is the world is wide as far as the different types of long-term care policies. For example, You've got an indemnity policy, which if you can't do two out of six activities of daily living, you're indemnified and then the insurance company goes ahead and starts turning on your benefit. Uh, And then there's reimbursable type policies where you have to pay for those expenses out of pocket and then you're reimbursed. So that's just starting high level. There's two kind of big, big uh, worlds of uh, traditional long-term care products. Uh, and then you get into, okay, how do we actually access this benefit? Do I have to call in? Do I have to have a healthcare physician? Do I have to have two healthcare physicians? Those details are the details that really the healthcare power of attorney or even the children of the person who, in this, in this instance, your, your dad, Pam, you're going to be the one who's going to be dealing with that red tape when the time comes. So we strongly encourage our clients uh, to go ahead and call that company. Um, and you can call together with your dad and ask them several questions. One of those questions is, what type of policy is this? Another question is, what form um, is it a phone call? Is it a form? Uh, is it a, a letter from a, a healthcare physician? What, what do I have to do? What are the steps I have to take to go ahead and access and start to receive income from this benefit? And as many questions as you can get, you know, what is the amount of benefit or the pool of money? And just have that all written out. I mean, for our own clients, we have that in their blueprint. So when we finish a plan with a client, uh, we have a page in their blueprint which lays out all the red tape, all the details, all the fine print of whatever they have in place, whether they had a traditional long-term care policy before they came to see us or we designed something when they worked with us. And then when that time comes, when we need long-term care, it's not a fun time. We already have cheat sheet, if you will. We have the steps that we have to take to make that time easier, which is it's better to do that now. So that that's the rationale that I would give to your dad for um, really encouraging him to produce that policy or at least make a phone call with you and, and f- try to find out those details. But thanks again for calling, Pam. That's a just a real great, unique question there. All right. So our second question from the street is from Caroline from Sebring. And uh, we'll go ahead and hear that question. And then Jason, why don't you take a stab at answering that one? I'm confused about taxes and retirement. I mean, how much is this going to cost me? 
You know, Caroline, that's a really great question. And I would say, <laughs> I hate to say it, you're in the same boat as a lot of retirees. A lot of retirees are confused about taxes. And I would actually say a lot of Americans are, are confused about taxes. Specifically with retirees, uh, there's a lot of things going on because we have a lot of different um, thresholds that we have to be we have to be worried about with our income taxes we don't we don't pay the same rate at different brackets you know your first 10,000 is at 10% your next um, x amount of 1000 is at 12% we have to think about how much of our social security is taxable we have to think about what if i take a distribution from my ira that wait a minute that's taxable what if I, you know, uh, decide to take a lot of my IRA? I want to go on a big trip, or I want to remodel a house, or whatever it may be. And then my incomes goes up, my tax rates go up, and then oh man, now my Medicare is more expensive because I've increased my Medicare uh, premiums. And so it's a really great question that you have that you're confused about taxes. How do you figure out how much you owe? Um, is is very very important, and and we really want to be looking at that a year ahead of time. So that's really uh, where it, it is tax planning, but it goes back to income planning. It goes back to where are we getting our our streams of income from. What are those t- streams of income? Is it social security? Is it pension benefits? Is it a part time job, or possibly you're still working? Is it distributions from uh, your IRA account? Is it distributions from your non qualified account? Uh, and so this is really the the part where we want to do our planning. So not that we're just fi- figuring out how much we owe or could owe. Um, we're really getting, we're understanding that before we kind of make those decisions because how much we're, we're going to owe in taxes will drive some of our decisions. How much income are we going to take? How much of that distribution do I really want to take out of that IRA? Um, you know, when do I kind of start different income streams? If you have a choice to, you know, possibly defer taking Social Security or, you know, some people will, will have a, a pension benefit that they haven't seen in years. They work for the company and then they finally get a letter in the mail and it says, do you want to turn on your, your pension benefit or do you want to wait a little bit and turn it on later? And those have tax applications for them. So what it really kind of boils down to is you want to have a plan in place. You really want to be looking at these things ahead of time. And that's where really tax planning uh, comes into play is we're looking ahead. Tax preparation is really what a CPA does. They look in reverse. They look at the rearview mirror, see what has happened over the last year uh, and, and report on that. And so that's where when you get into retirement, you really want to be kind of, you want to be looking down the road. And so that also we're looking at taxes, not just over the next year ahead of us, but the next five years, 10 years. And then how does that affect my spouse? How does that affect my children, uh, people that I'm going to leave money to? Um, so it can get, uh, can get complicated pretty quick. So uh, that's a great question. Yeah. You know, taxes is one of those areas of the financial house that touches every other room one of those rooms. Um, good question and definitely something that you want to keep in front of you. And I would say that the financial advisor is really in a unique position to make sure that uh, the, the left hand knows what the right hand is doing in terms of taxes and income and investments, uh, because it is a domino effect when you're starting to go through that room of your financial house. Last caller, we're going to um, play a clip from Russell from Mills River. We'll give you our thoughts. We just had our first grandchild, and we helped our daughter and son-in-law put some money away to start a savings account. How can we help them save for college and think about some other options for future grandkids? All right, Russell, thanks for that question. You know, when we're thinking about children and grandchildren, we hear this question in, in some way, shape, or form fairly often in our office, and that is, you know, I want to help my child or my grandchild. What's the best way of doing that? I want to give you know, while I'm still living so I can see the fruit of that. But at the same time, I don't want to cripple my children or grandchildren by making it too easy for them either. Um, And I don't remember if this was Bill Gates or Warren Buffett, but one of them, I think, said something along the lines of that they want to leave enough money so that their children feel like they can do anything so that their children don't feel like they can do nothing. You know, Mm -hmm. that they have so much money that they just, they don't have to do anything, you know, but they have enough to where they can really feel like they could do anything. One kind of tip, and we could get into the different vehicles, like a 529 for your grandchildren's college education. That's more of a controlled and standardized option um, where, you know, your grandchildren can pull out that money tax-free for education. But if you don't want to limit it to that, if you want to have a a bit more freedom and you're not worried about the tax part, you're saying, okay, well, I, I would like to encourage my children, grandchildren to start saving. So I want to start putting away money for them. Uh, but I also would like to see, for let's just say you want to start 
uh, savings account, like you said, for your grandchild and your daughter and son-in-law, you, but you really want them to be saving for them too. So you want to encourage that behavior. I will often have my clients or encourage my clients to do a matching savings account. So um, an account that where you match, kind of like an employer matches a 401k, that you match dollar for dollar, whatever, up to a certain amount, and you can, you can standardize this, uh, whatever your children put away for your grandchildren. So it's encouraging um, that saving habit uh, for your grandchild, but it's, it's kind of you're killing two birds with one stone there where you're encouraging it with your children as well. We'll also encourage that if we have clients with children who are you know, still living at home or having trouble getting out of debt or, or having trouble savings, you know, if you can encourage that through a matching process, that can also help, help without really crippling you know, your child or grandchild. Absolutely. Those are some really good points. And the only thing that I'd like to add to that is you may have somebody say, yeah, but my, my kids can only give hundred bucks a month, you know, to their kids education. And I'd like to give a couple grand a year. And so, um, I think in that same sense, you absolutely can do both. You can still match the, the hundred dollars a month for, uh, your grandchild and have, you know, uh, an, a separate amount, you know, that, that they can, they can always do more. The grandparent can or always even- do more. Or even match two dollars for every dollar. You know, you, yeah, you do the exactly. Math, you can, you can you know. exactly. You can. You, you'll see that with fundraisers. Sometimes we have a large donor, and we'll match. So, so those are some great questions. We're we're glad you're um, asking and really thinking about your financial future. There's a lot to think about. I mean, just in those three questions, we're talking about long term care. We're talking about taxes. We're talking about you know inheritance and leaving behind money. Encouraging savings, being sort of a mentor as a as a parent. You know, later in life, you go sort of from a parent to being a mentor. And those are all great questions. They're all questions that we have to keep in front of us. If you would like to really think through each area of your financial house and do a little bit of a journaling session with that, I encourage you to go to retirementdesignshow.com and just request a complimentary copy of my new book, Design to Last. And the nice thing about that, it's a very simple, short book, walks you through investment, income, healthcare, taxes, and legacy planning. And then at the end of every chapter, it has a question or two to consider and to journal on. And at the end of the book, there's actually a checklist with four or five questions for each area of your financial house. So it's a a great way to learn a little bit about all five areas of planning uh, and do a little bit of a self-inventory as well. So all you have to do is go to retirementdesignshow.com and request a complimentary copy there. You can also just give us a ring and we have a sit-down conversation, tips and comments and suggestions, just like the, the matching program for your children's savings account or your grandchildren's savings account. Things like that come out in our meetings through our team every day. And so if you'd like to sit down, share with us your goals and concerns. This isn't a timeshare presentation. It's very simple. We just have a cup of coffee, talk about what's important to you, what you're concerned about, and what you're trying to accomplish. Just give us a ring, 1-800-838-3082. Again, that's 1-800-838-3082. Again, no cost, no obligation to sit down and talk with one of our advisors. That number is 1-800-838-3082. You know, Justin and I just hope that this show and, and all of our shows, uh, just a, a casual way to, to understand this world better, to understand these decisions that you've got in front of you, to, to understand these questions, to, to think about some new questions to ask, whatever it may be. We hope that this helps to kind of give you better lenses, give you better glasses to kind of view this retirement landscape. And if you do enjoy our, our conversations and you'd like to read more, uh, please, uh, like we've mentioned, go to retirementdesignshow.com. And we'd love to send you that uh, Design to Last book. Um, I I hear it has a fantastic forward uh, by Justin's brother. And uh, so we hope you enjoy that. But it is, it's a short book, um, only about 100 pages. And we hope you enjoy reading that and all of the helpful information contained inside. Have a great week and we look forward to talking to you soon. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth and J. Byance Financial are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. 
This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. J. Bayens Financial is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by J. Bayens Financial. This radio show is a paid placement.